Welcome to Invited In, a podcast connecting the global family of Samaritan's Purse. In honor of Valentine's Day, yes, a commercial and cheesy holiday, we thought it'd be fun to honor and interview couples that work at Samaritan's Purse. It it was funny, as a team, we came up with this idea and we had the plan to just ask a couple of our couples that both work at Samaritan's Purse, just a few questions. And those few questions turned into long interviews and we just had to share some of these conversations with you. And so it turned into a series of episodes. And no matter if you're single, a newlywed, or married for 50 plus years, I know that you'll be encouraged by the couples that I got to talk to. And so each couple brought so much wisdom, insight, and perspective that we just had to share these episodes. So for the rest of the month, you can be on the lookout for challenging conversations that I had with couples who work at Samaritan's Purse. Each conversation challenged me and brought a different perspective. Our first couple has been married for over 20 years, and they give practical tips on keeping their marriage strong despite travel and the way that they have surrendered their plans for the Lord's direction in their lives. I love the authenticity, depth, and the laughter that they bring. So first up, we have Luther and Michelle Harrison. Luther serves as the Vice President of North America Ministries for Samaritan's Purse, and he's also Vice President for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association Rapid Response Team. He has been working for Samaritan's Purse for over 24 years. And before working with Samaritan's Purse, Luther served for 14 years with the Boone Police Department in Watauga County, where he was born and raised. His wife, Michelle, is the Administrative and Special Projects Manager in Communications. She started working with Samaritan's Purse in 1999. Uh, expectations. I think you too, uh, oh, Michelle, yeah, when, <laughs> when you married Luther, you knew he would be gone a lot, he would be traveling a lot. So I do wanna talk about that in a minute, but to start, let's talk about how you met. And I think you both came to Samaritan's Purse not looking for a spouse, you came to serve the Lord. Correct. Um, But he, in his loving way, brought you your help meet. So talk to me about how you met and how you knew that you were the one. All right, well, we both worked in the administration building here. I was upstairs, she was downstairs, as I always called the communications folks were in the dungeon. and. Michelle, uh, she was Jim Daly's new assistant, and every year the Boone Crisis Pregnancy Center has a golf tournament, and I would usually raise five to six thousand dollars from employees going desk to desk. So I stopped at her desk one morning, never, never met her, and she wrote me a check for a hundred dollars for the golf tournament. So that was that was the start of the, I guess, invitation to play on the SP volleyball team, hmm. and at that point we got to know each other and. Uh, my oldest daughter from our first marriage, my first marriage, uh, invited her to church with us. Mm-hmm. And then Michelle started becoming a regular fixture with Holly and Kristen, and just um, we saw how God took both of us. Both of us have had failed marriages, and you know how God is using us here at Samaritan's Purse and just um, knit us together. Mm-hmm. And one of the ladies in Franklin's office said, are you sure this time? And I said, I'm sure this time. Mm-hmm. So we just celebrated 20 years together and I just thank God for the soulmate he sent me because it takes a special person to put up with uh, the hours and the workload that uh, we're called to do on traveling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. So were you not looking and your daughter intervened? Did she say, I like her, I'm gonna invite her to church? She invited so her to church. I was definitely not, I was not looking at I all. I love that. And then the communications department went out on a some kind of excursion, and I had the girls with me and was invited. And it just uh, you could see how God just really moved quickly. And um, mm-hmm. 
when you know, you know. Yeah. And for me, um, I was, I had moved up to Boone from South Florida mm -hmm. and it was a huge um, adjustment, a huge culture shock in many, many ways. And I had been up here probably six months, went through my first winter and absolutely hated it mm -hmm. and was ready to move back to Florida. And I um, just was praying and I was very honest with the Lord. And I said, Lord, if you want me to stay in Boone, you better find me a man. Mm. And um, not long after that, we, as Luther said, we met when he came around asking for money for the pregnancy center and we started the volleyball team. And it was probably three months later that we knew we were supposed to get married and, um, couple months after that, we were married and God made it very clear to us that we were to be together and it just happened quickly. But when you know, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, our, our life verse that God gave to us is Jeremiah 29, 11. And it's, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for good, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And God answered that prayer for me specifically, for bringing me to Luther. Um, and we both feel like our life before each other like didn't even really happen. I mean, mm -hmm. it was like we, we are each other's history and we're mm -hmm. each other's future. And um, it's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's, um, he's given us um, a life together here at Samaritan's Purse that... I don't think either one of us would have ever dreamed of. And just um, the joy that we have in serving together here. And, you know, we have very different roles, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but to be able to go home at night, and yes, we do talk about work way too much in our personal time, mm -hmm. but it's not just work. You know, we're talking about what God is doing through disaster relief and the new Christians that are coming and the exciting work that's going on in Alaska. And um, the privilege that I have of getting to go and travel with Luther um, on some of his trips has just been an incredible blessing that I'm so thankful for. And it's something that we get to share together. And I'm just amazed all the time that we get to do this together and mm -hmm. that we get to experience the blessing in the hand that God has over Samaritan's Purse, it just blows us away. You know, we talk often about the donors and the volunteers and their time that they give and that we get to be a part of this and how exciting it is that we get to do it together. Mm -hmm. Amen. But I want you to say one other part, <laughs> if you would. Just in the newlywed days, I mean, there wasn't a lot of people on our staff and my travel was a lot more extensive. And she told me one day, you know, I didn't get married to live in an empty house. Mm. And now how God, I just, people that are gonna hear this, you know, a lot of the spouses are having to hold the fort down while the mm -hmm. SP employees traveling and doing the work that they're called to do. So I just want, you know, how God touched your heart on that one. Mm. Yeah, I would say at the, the first couple of years of our marriage um, were not easy, uh, especially with me being a stepmom, which I had never experienced before, and just the struggles that come with that. 
But with him being gone a lot, it was, you know, I'm, I'm a very independent person. So it wasn't like I needed him to be at home to take mm-hmm. care of me and, and all of that kind of thing. That wasn't what it was. It was missing him and, mm-hmm. and you know, missing time together that when you get married, you think you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but through all those struggles and through a lot of time just, you know, praying and talking to God about this. And all of a sudden, one day God gave me this vision of me standing before him and having to explain to him why I didn't let my husband do what God called him to do because of my selfishness. Hmm. And I was like, okay, that is not gonna happen. I am not gonna stand before God and say, oh, Luther didn't get to do what you called him to do because I wanted him home. Mm -hmm. And he reminded me that we are not here on this earth just to spend time with people and to go out to eat and go to movies and go bowling, Mm -hmm. but we are here for a specific purpose that God has given us. And from that moment forward, I never had a problem again with Luther's travel and his work and his commitment to the Lord through Samaritan's Purse. Was it easy all the time? Absolutely not. But I never questioned it again and I never wanted to give him a hard time about it ever again Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to be held accountable for that. Mm. And I just saw that change in her heart and it's like, just the support, and when you know she's sending me off, she's praying me off, and mm-hmm. you're going out into what God has waiting for us, and it's just that Samaritan, we're going down a path. We don't know the divine appointments he's already got lined up, mm-hmm. but to allow her to be able, her boss is very generous to her and allows her to go out with me on occasions, and you know, I feel just complete when I'm going out traveling and have her by my side. It's accountability. It's appearance. I mean, going to represent a church, you know, I can talk to the pastor, she can talk to the pastor's wife and just really share a bigger picture of what it means to be a part of Samaritan's Purse. You know, this is our livelihood, but I always, we just finished orientation with some new people just coming in the door for the first time. And, you know, after we've each been here over 20 years now, it's, this is still, this is a ministry calling. If you don't see that calling that God has placed in our hearts to come and serve here, and to just deny ourselves, take up that cross and go out each and every day, whether it's internationally, here domestically. I mean, God just continues to open bigger doors for us and providing more resources to allow us to do what we do. But having your wife work here, I think it just, it she's more on the inside track. And a lot of people, I think, go home after work and they don't want to talk about work. But, you know, I think it's we good, it's to debrief ourselves, to talk through things and, you know, diffuse things and just commit it to prayer. You know, God has blessed us with a, a great place to work, a great place to minister, but knit us together. And it's just, I'm, I'm happy as can be after 20 years of marriage. Amen. <laughs> I'm so glad you shared that story because you told me personally that before and that was really helpful to me personally. And I think it's beneficial to everyone listening because some that listen don't work here, their spouse doesn't work here and there is resentment when they travel. And and I love the way that God jerked that knot in you, you know, not Luther having to nag you or beg you. And 
Um, and God will, He will deal with our hearts if we, if we seek Him. And I love your Jeremiah 29, 11. That's one of my favorites too, but it goes on in verse 14. If you seek me with your whole heart, you will find me. Yes. And I think sometimes we miss that because we're not seeking them. So I want to encourage couples right now listening, you both need to be seeking the Lord yes. wholeheartedly, wanting to hear from Him because He will speak to you. Yes. And I love that, how God got you on course because you're right. We're not here on earth just for our own pro- you know, I read this morning, 1 John 2, 17, the world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of the Lord will live forever. What we do for eternity matters and lasts forever. I had the chance to talk with Mike and Karen England, who both serve in communications. I love the way that they talk about surrendering their marriage to the Lord. I'm a big fan of Oswald Chambers mm-hmm. and um, his devotional book, my utmost for his highest. Mm -hmm. And I've used that for like over 25 years, Mm -hmm. every year. And it just, it never gets old to me. It's, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. He's just, he's kind of one of my spiritual heroes. And his basic message, if you boil it down, or one of his messages is to radically abandon yourself to God, um, give up the right to yourself Mm -hmm. every day. And that's not, again, that's not easy to do, but I've uh, grown to do that more and more, you know, Mm. truthfully in my heart and soul. And just, again, just know that God has his best things for you at the particular season that you're in of life. Just the fact that it's a, you know, I talk about Mike being that stone of remembrance, living stone of remembrance, but at the same time, it's a matter of surrendering him daily. We mm-hmm. sing a song at Alliance of Take Everything. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes that's a hard song to sing. And yet God has moved on my heart just to be continually laying Mike before his feet as well and not taking him for granted in terms of that blessing that he's provided, but just continuing to lay him at his feet, you know, and trust that, you know, he's God's gift for this time, you know, and not to take that for granted. Our marriage is for eternity. It's not for ourselves. Um, So are there some tangible things though? I love the way that God worked in both your hearts to allow him to travel and go so much because you knew that's what you were marrying. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm I'm married to a similar person where he's not going to be here and I'm okay with that. But are there some practical, tangible things that you've done for your marriage to put boundaries and to, and to, to make your marriage, um, I don't know, I don't know what I would say. Yes, that's a good one. Like, are there some tangible things, maybe people listening? Okay, what helped you keep your marriage strong? I would say just the, uh, the amount of communication that mm-hmm. we have with each other. And, um, you know, Luther is really good about making sure that he calls me every day when he's gone. And, you know, even if it's for just a couple of minutes, but we have that just touch base, how are you doing? You know, and he always says, um, call me if you need me. doesn't matter what time of night it is. Call me if you need me. I'm here. And he has always made himself available to me. Mm-hmm. We have this um, kind of funny thing where he, he knows um, that sometimes I just, I need him for something that's very serious. And if I call him and he can't talk, 
I have to call him back again right away and he'll know, okay, this mm-hmm. is important. I need to talk now. Mm-hmm. And it gets a double ring. So it's kind it's of a code. Yes, it's, yes it's kind of a code, you know. And otherwise, if he, if I call yes. him and he doesn't answer, I don't let myself get my feelings hurt. Yep. You know, you can't you can't take things so personally. And you have to realize they have a lot of things going on. They're not mm-hmm. gone away from the office because they're on vacation. Mm-hmm. They're working, and mm-hmm. I have to respect that. Mm-hmm. And my needs sometimes just need to be put on the back burner a little bit, and that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. that's okay to not take things so seriously sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's really good about communicating with me and, and just letting me know things that are going on in his world to help me understand and to help me feel a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's very important. You know, I don't ever feel like there's something that I can't ask him about. Mm-hmm. You know, we're very open and and uh, I, I appreciate that a lot. When I just think, you know, when I'm traveling, Ephesians 6, we have to put the armor on because the enemy does not like what we do. He doesn't want us serving the Lord. He doesn't want us going out to be the hands and feet of Christ. And we have to have that armor on because the enemy will use every snare and trap he can. And we live in a world that's full of broken people, but I always try to surround myself when I'm traveling with others that hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. So avoid temptations. And always that daily communication, I tell all of our staff, don't get too busy to keep a check on your family. Mm -hmm. And listen to them. You may have had a volunteer cook that just made some dish that was out of this world. But, and you ask your wife, hey, what'd you have for supper? A bowl of soup. Oh, I bet that was a great bowl of soup. Mm -hmm. You know, don't rub salt in the wound. We're going to make sure, listen to her needs. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, I think we've been together enough now. We know the body language, Mm -hmm. even through a phone call. Mm -hmm. You can hear the tones and, you know, different things. And, you know, God's got this. He's got his arm on both of us at all times and holding us together. And we just got to keep seeking his direction and his will. Mm Mm-hmm. So you've talked about the benefits, the blessings that you get to be, you're privileged to have insight, you know each other, you know who you're working with. That is probably just for some levity. What what are some setbacks and some challenges of working together? Because I'm sure it bleeds, work bleed. Like you said, you take work home sometimes. Mm-hmm. That can be a challenge. How do you... I always say I come to work to be the boss. I have to work. She's my boss at home. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he'll tease me sometimes that he doesn't like me traveling with him all the time because I don't let him be the boss. <laughs> well, it's out of context. Man can only serve one master, and <laughs> this that where we serve good. the Lord. See, but. this is what we need, just some real, I love the realness or authenticity you bring because it's true. It but, is But true. it is. I mean, life goes on, and I mean, every day, I mean, I can look back at the things. It's like, I wish I had been there. I mean, one day she did the double call. I'm leading devotions at a group of our volunteers out in San Diego on the fires. And you call and hear, you can tell in their voice, she's mm-hmm. crying all upset. It, the border collie was like a child to us and had to put her down because of seizures. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of those traumatic experiences for her. And then one day she's at the intersection, a car rear-ended her. Mm-hmm. And then another day the well pump goes out and mm-hmm. now what do I do? So in the front of our phone book, which now they quit printing, so I can't update those every month, is a piece of paper, a gas issue, you call this person. Mm-hmm. Electrical issue, you call this person. Plumbing, you call this person. So I try to get her self-contained so that things will happen mm-hmm. and Smart. usually do at the worst time. Yep, always. And, yeah. But yeah. she's she's a good Dutch woman that's strong and independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's not always a positive either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But, you know, we do, we do have too much time, I think, sometimes on our, on our free time. Like, especially if we're on vacation, I'll get a little testy when he's on the phone all the time or checking emails all the time. Um, so we will talk about that sometimes where it's like, okay, I'm done talking about work now. Mm-hmm. Let's move on, you know? And so I'll have to kind of say something and, and, and he's good about like, okay, yep, yep, let's move on and, and not talk about work all the time. Communication, I yes. love that. See, yes. I'm, a, I'm a door slammer. Or I start slamming the cabinets. If he's on the phone too much, I need to just say it. Hey, I, and I do, I down. just say. Yep, right, so if you get down. an important phone call and you're riding the motorcycle and it's a pretty hot day and you pull over, uh, the thing, could you not have found a shade tree to pull under? <laughs> and we're sitting there having a phone call with. The yeah, ministry. that's happened several times. <laughs> but it's just, you know, we love to go out and people say, what are your hobbies? Just spending time with her. When we're off, I mean, she loves to shop. So I just go hang out with her at the mall or do whatever. And mm-hmm. we love to ride the motorcycle and go places. And, you know, she even went with me from North Carolina to Alaska on one full trip. So she earned her stripes and merit badge. Yeah, it was fun. Wow. It was good one-on-one time, and he can't be checking his emails. No, a lot so of, no phone signal through a lot of those places. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, you've kind of alluded to it throughout our conversation, but after being married, what, 20 years? Yes. Um, what could you say to the young couples, either the newlyweds, uh, people that are new to the ministry, new to this fast-paced demands? Um, again, you've kind of said it, but what would you say to them that you would have wished someone told you early on? To not take things so seriously mm-hmm. and to not have such demands on their time and to kind of put yourself in their shoes and what they're dealing with and the mm-hmm. stress that they are under um, and to just to relax a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and, and have some grace. Mm-hmm. A lot of grace. You know, in a marriage, there is no cruise control button. There's no autopilot button. You have to intentionally be working your marriage every day. Mm -hmm. And the cornerstone that God, you know, he built this relationship for us, put the cornerstone under our feet, and the two will become one. So, you know, when she's hurting, I'm hurting for her. Mm -hmm. And we carry together. We're going to carry the yoke that God has given us on our side, knowing he's got the other side and he'll see us through. So I just want us to always make sure that when we have disagreements, our anger management and uh, resolution management issues are taken to God and let God, you know, Mm. weed us out and thin us out and show us, you know. It's one of the things we had Gary Chapman teaching a a course to our chaplains the other day at the Cove. And, you know, when sorry isn't enough is a book he wrote. Mm. And it's like, it's not just lip service, but showing sincere repentance. And when you mess up, you know, admit it mm-hmm. and get back in the right relationship. So mm-hmm. the enemy wants to divide and devour, and the enemy has taken so many people out, and it's one family at a time from mm-hmm. the church. Mm-hmm. So you've got to intentionally work this. I mean, we will see good days, we'll see mountaintop experiences, but we'll have valley experiences too. And through those, we just got to realize we're not in this alone. God has this, mm-hmm. and He put us here to serve Him, and He allowed us to be united as one. Mm-hmm. So. And have fun. Yeah. You know, have fun in life and laugh. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's one of the things I love mostly about Luther is he makes me laugh Mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. And it just can be this dumbest little thing, but he he makes me Mm -hmm. laugh every day. Mm 
And that's a wonderful gift. Hmm. But, you know, uh, work, it just seems like our load keeps getting busier and yeah. the things we used to go camping all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the funny stories, uh, we got married, we're going camping to the Price Park. Well, here she comes with a fan and a drop cord. I'm like, what are you doing with that? Oh, I can't sleep without a fan. And I'm like, there's no electricity where we're going. So then we took, I had a different dog at that time. We took it camping with us. The girls were there. Our neighbors moved in about two in the morning and they were noisy. Can you go tell them to be quiet? I'm like, no, this is a shared space. So it wasn't long after that, we ended up with a fifth wheel camper. I had her TV, her couch, and her bathroom, <laughs> and her white noise. That is funny. I know, Edward jokes about that, too, because I grew up camping on a campsite, you know, with bathrooms, and he jokes, that's not camping. <laughs> we have the same discussion. Uh, I love that, but I, I just love the wisdom you share, and I think that'll be encouraging to new couples, people that have married a while. Just, I think it's always good. Like you said, I love the cruise control. We, we can't get on autopilot, and unfortunately, we do so often, and that's when problems occur, mm-hmm. and we've got to— be in, in check. And I love how you shared that story. And I think of Mary and Joseph. And they didn't have to talk each other into it. God intervened and yes. sent an angel to talk yes. to Joseph, you know, mm-hmm. before he was about mm-hmm. to divorce her. You know, and a, an angel came and got Joseph right. And then, you know, he, an angel spoke to them separately yes. so that they could do what God had called them to do because it was really hard. Mm-hmm. And I think they couldn't have talked each other into it. And I think that's what, you know, what it is with marriage. We have to involve God. And again, pick your battles. I love how you said that too, because that's what we do. It's like these little tiny things that aren't worth it. You know, I pick battles on eternity issues and thing, heart issues mm-hmm. and big things that I see in him. Otherwise, I let God deal with mm-hmm. it and God does. Mm-hmm. And so I love how you said that. And um, so thank you. Is there anything else you can think of as we're talking? As you're saying in Malachi 2, God hates divorce. It Mm -hmm. says that. And when he hates Mm -hmm. that, when we have struggles, when we have challenges, um, I remember um, just we need to go to, to biblical wisdom and seek God's word that will repair any of those damages Mm -hmm. to be forgiving, repentant, let the walls that the enemy tries to build up be torn down, Mm -hmm. you know, Mr. Dick Capon, who was an icon that just went to be with the Lord, his wife, Miss Jean, um, we were talking one day here in the lobby and she just said, a lot of people use Christian counselors. Well, that means they pray before or after the meeting. But when you get into issues and if your marriage is on the rocks or things like that, go to a biblical counselor hmm. so they can steer you back into God's word and show you God's plans hmm. and how you forgive 70 times seven and just keep, you know, Will we mess up tomorrow? I, that's one thing I can promise Michelle right now mm-hmm. in a pledge. I will mess up. There's no doubt about that. So, and just having her be forgiving and understanding, and mm-hmm. we're going to keep marching forward together and see where God's got this road going. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it, and I love I love the stories you shared, and just even the way that you kind of made a almost like Gideon with the fleece. Like God, I, I'm not going to stay here unless you send me a husband. And, mm-hmm. In his sweet way, he knew you couldn't do this work alone. Both of you, you mm-hmm. couldn't. Yeah, and it so is he brought you a help me. And so I just want to encourage people: don't yeah. settle. Mm-hmm. You know, wait for God's best. But yeah, if you feel you know like, and, and I don't want people to leave because that's what I want young people to hear: don't leave 
because there's not a spouse here. God will bring your spouse if if you're meant to be here. Absolutely. I say, and that's why I say follow the Lord. Absolutely. You know, don't follow a man. Don't follow, you know, you follow mm-hmm. the Lord and he will take care of you. And yes. it, mm-hmm. it just looks and hearing you talk, I mean, God couldn't have picked a perfect person to compliment you guys in mm-hmm. this walk. Thank you. And don't use the pickup line I did after she kept <laughs> hanging out. So you want a date or what? That was the one I'm like, you know, really, I wasn't searching, but mm-hmm. I didn't know her fleece that she had laid before the Lord. And mm-hmm. I didn't know I was the one that was selected. So here am I. Send me, Lord. Yep. <laughs> here we go. Well, I love it. Well, thank you. Thanks thank so you. much. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I just love the perspective and the reminders that Luther and Michelle shared. I love how Luther said that our marriage cannot be on cruise control. We need to be intentional, responsive, and constantly making adjustments to our marriage. I've heard it said before that we need to be students of our spouse studying them and learning more so that we never become complacent. There are so many passages in scripture on marriage, but I wanna close reading Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Luther mentioned it in our conversation and I just loved thinking about putting on our armor of God um, for life daily, but also for our marriage. I believe it's so important to put it on daily and Satan wants to attack your marriage and your ministry and to make you think that your spouse is the enemy. And we need to daily put on the armor of God and remember that our battles are not against flesh and blood, our spouse, but they're against rulers, authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the heavenly realms. So let me close reading this passage. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil and spiritual forces in the heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist the evil day and having prepared everything to take your stand. Stand therefore with the belt of truth around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest and your feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer and request and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. Thanks again for tuning in. Again, be on the lookout. We will be releasing a few more episodes throughout the month. Um, And each couple, again, just provides different insight. Um, We talk about marriage, parenting, uh, being able to juggle the workload um, between two spouses and so much more. But I know each episode has so many nuggets of truth that you will be encouraged no matter what your walk of life is. So thanks again for tuning in and may God bless you. 